You stupid bitch. Yeah, you're a stupid bitch. You stupid bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Stupid Bitches Say What? The Aussie podcast about everything and nothing but always with wine and your hosts, Skyly Cullen. Let's hear it for Skyly Cullen, everybody. And Sean Hipkins. <laughs> Hold on to your headsets because this week it's What's the Haps, the episode where we discuss the stories that piqued our interest. Plus, in the month that was, we will probably also get pretty inebriated. <clears throat> Listening as we discuss the Michigan teen girl missing for over a year, found alive in a wardrobe. What? I know. The Come new- out the closet girl. It's, in that- <laughs> it's, it's okay now. The new Japanese invention, ice cream that doesn't melt. What? Padam, bitches. Kylie Minogue's new smash song that is literally taking the world by storm. Is it though? Yeah. Shannon- they're trying to get the word into the dictionary. <laughs> oh, my God. Shannon Doherty's cancer battle. That's really sad. Uh, wine exporting the Belgian TikToker who faked their own death. <laughs> the Musk versus Zuckerberg fight and the woman who actually woke up alive at her own funeral. Funeral. Get the hell out of town. Jeez, we've got some doozies tonight, we don't got some we? Good ones. I um so as you know, my research for what's the haps is when I'm scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and I see some random shit. I'm like, screenshot, swipe left, Me save too. that, take a note. Mm. I have a running document that have has little bits and tidbits <laughs> that I find throughout the throughout um the, the weeks. Uh, so what are you drinking, Sean Bino Hipkins Plus? Thank you for asking, dear um Sky. I'm drinking a bottle of Savvy B. It's Little Ripples. What? Savvy B? <laughs> Savvy B, get out of town. It's called Little Ripples. Have you heard of Little Ripples? You've drunk Little Ripples on the podcast before. Is it a rose? I can't recall actually, but it was definitely that a reference. One bottle, one person, one yeah, year. You did that exact. By purchasing statement. this bottle, you're providing one year of clean water to one person in a developing community. You said that exactly last time you did it. You're welcome. Real change, real change, bottle by bottle. And I'm happy to contribute through my wonderful. wine drinking. It's, wonderful it's delish. For you. It's light, it's fresh. But you're normally on the dirty reds. It's got it going on. Mm. I know. Well, I had this in the fridge after having a glass earlier this week. So I thought, okay, I'll do that for episode two. Mm, lovely, lovely, lovely. Nat. And what, pray tell, are you drinking, you stupid fucking bitch? Well, look, full disclosure, this is our second recording of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was on the beers mm. earlier this eve. Um, but now I'm going on the Savvy B also. And I've drunk this before on the podcast. It's really hard to find wines that I haven't drunk anymore. Like literally, <laughs> I've know. drunk them all. I've cleaned out all the bottle shops that tells you. We're 66 episodes in, people. 66? What? Can't wait for 69. Dinner for two. Dinner for two, fancy. And we'll have to have a real special tile for that Instagram post. <laughs> well, indeed. Um, so mine's the cam, Sean. We made a little bit of a joke about the goat last time. Oh, the yeah. goat. And Sean. Uh, and Sean, yes, that's right, we did. Um, it's from New Zealand, Wapera 2022. Um, and let me just have a little sippy sip. Um, but I was a bit hesitant to drink the white wine in the first episode because last week after two episodes, we were shit-faced. Uh, we forgot to record the intro. Mm. How the fuck that happened, I do, well, oh, I do know nice. because I listened to the recording and saw how it went askew, but we literally <laughs> thought we had recorded the intro. <laughs> And we're like, oh my god, yeah, we have. That was confusing. And then I didn't. remember looking over before the second episode had finished, and my second bottle of white wine was finished, and I was like, <laughs> "How did that happen? I don't remember <laughs> drinking that." And I kept looking at it and picking it up and going, "Is it really empty?" Like looking at it, like, "Am I imagining this? Did I really drink two <laughs> bottles of white wine?" We went to bed at two a.m. Yeah, we did. After we you did. forcibly restrained me. On the internet, Cyber one more song, you. one more song. <laughs> you will put this on. Vinny came out at one point. He said he, the 
washing machine went off. He came out to get the laundry and he saw me. I didn't even know he walked past. And I was just looking into the camera going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we were watching Saturday Night Live clips. <laughs> and then listening to the same music videos that we yes. listen to when we're drunk on every the podcast time. every week. <laughs> Put our dosage cake. Okay. Uh, we're consistent, aren't we? We are. We are indeed. Oh, so is it my how's your week been? Or is it you mm. doing how's your week been? Mm-hmm. Oh, how's your week been, Sean Vino? Oh, thank you, darling heart. It's been good. So I'll start off again by merchandise. Get your merchandise here, folks. Shippy bitches say what shop roll has up, roll opened. Up. Get it before it runs out the door. Bargain, I say. Check our Facebook and Insta for info on how you can purchase your very own Stupid bitches say what merchandise. It's a great way to support your favourite podcasters too because we do get a little bit of a kickback from that, just a tiny one. Um, so it's a great way for us to, you know, make a little bit of income, tiny bit. Well, to help from... support our Canva and Zoom subscriptions yeah. at least. <laughs> and all the money that we spend on this podcast throughout the year. Thousands, exactly. I tell you, thousands. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, but I did want to say that my last drink... My last drink is happening right now. Oh my god! For a yes. month, anyways. Not that glass. He's going to drink the whole bottle at least, mm. and I'll probably make him go back and drink the red after this too. Oh look, that's why I bottled Booty that. Booty dubs, booty dubs. Booty dubs. For a month, anyways. Did you just pour a second glass already. Oh, I just topped it up. <laughs> He's making the last one count, people. Oh, damn He's right. Making the last one count. Um, I will add in here, I would like to insert um that he does have one get out of jail free card. It's uh, called a golden ticket. It's official, July. it's legit. Mm, yes, I'm mm. allowed to purchase it. Yes, he he'll purchase it in order for him to drink heavily at my husband's birthday. And that's I think the fourth weekend in July. So at least I've given it a good crack. There's five weekends this July. Can you believe it? God, that's a long month. I know, especially when you're dry. Mm. So we are trying to plan some fun events, etc. Defo treating it as a celebration drink tonight, though. Um, I had to do a presentation of part of my assessment, plus getting Taylor tickets. Well, who covered that, that in the last, last one? Episode. Yeah. So we are trying to plan some fun events throughout the month. Um, fun events being a hike going for lunch somewhere or breakfast on a Sunday. <laughs> so very exciting. I'm totally coming on that hike. Let me come. <laughs> I want to see how far I can hike. <laughs> uh, I reckon you'll get out the car door, down to the gate of the hike. And be Guys, like, just leave me here. I'll meet you when you get back. <laughs> I got my vape. I got my phone. I'm fine. Grab me on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> so in getting in as much as we could before dry July commenced last weekend, we had a really nice night at home. We got the barbecue fired up, made some lovely lamb chops, please. I made my mashed potato carnival. Lamb chops. Lamb chops. Lamb play chops, along. And my mashed potato carnival. What's that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So my mashed potato carnival is where you get a spring onion you cut it up and you fry it up in the pan. Then you put in a little bit of garlic. You get your mashed potatoes sorted. I'm already in. I'm already in. I love you, a spring onion. You keep the green bits of the spring onion aside. You mash your potatoes. You mix your onion, the spring onion and the garlic throughout it. Also fry up some bacon pieces and mix that throughout it. Just keeps put, getting better and better. It's a carnival, people. <laughs> then you melt cheese on top of it and then put on the spring onion over the top, the green bits of it. It's delicious. Oh, my God, that sounds insane. It's nice. So we downed serious amounts of wine as well. Then we added a few spirits on top of that, and we entertained ourselves. Get the SingStar out? For hours. First off, no, I haven't gotten the SingStar. I haven't been brave enough to get the SingStar out here. Bring it down for Tyler's birthday. Okay. Um, so Done. we entertained ourselves. <laughs> Don't need to twist his arm <laughs> with that one. Well, I've got my brother got me a um the nintendo switch sing star for the oh. switch which i've just never played and you I know tyler Christmas. is ridiculously good like it's it? so bad how good he is i want to punch him in the face every oh. time we play to the point where in covid um when we were you know obviously trying to entertain entertain ourselves and i brought all the sing stars i possibly could um online Did you bring them up with you yeah and i've got them somewhere i'll find them um i, I refuse to play it with him in the end 
because oh, he kept really? beating me in every fucking song. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a really like um even tempo that yeah, can so hit it doesn't all waver the notes. Shit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't, I hate playing this game with you. I'm not playing. <laughs> fuck off. Can fuck off. <laughs> Well, we entertained ourselves first off by playing the Now That's What I Call Eurovision album. You know, the five records oh, that I've got, the one the LPs. that you got. Bring that down too. We just opened it that night and played it. And we got through, we were listening to it. We are loving it. Vinny was getting up and changing the sides without even being asked. He liked it that much. We only got through four. We got a bit confused and we were drunk and we are like, oh, my God, mm. that's it. But it was only four of them. There is a fifth one. The spirits that, on top of the wine will do that to you does people do that. listening at home. And by that stage, we were really keen to start watching Taylor's Eras Tour on Ooh. YouTube from her concerts in the States. And we sat on the couch and we sang and we lounge danced for hours. Arms were flicking around <laughs> and you need to calm down. Be into that. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> but how was your week, Sky Lee Collette? week's been good I was thinking about something that I wanted to share and it's completely fallen out of my head it always happens doesn't it I need to write these I know I do but then it's always the second how's your week been I use all my good content for the first (laughs) one um but whilst you were talking about events um that you were trying to plan for July it did occur to me one thing that I was looking at on one of our road tripping escapades that we did, um, we drove past a sign as we were going up north, um, the Medieval Festival. Oh, um, yeah. So Medieval time. Yes, and I looked at it, and I it's in July, and it's every year, and it's run somewhere in Brisbane, I think somewhere around the Burndall area, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and I know from years ago, some friends went, and they went to the dinner, and they all get so you yeah, just hit the mark. Um, <laughs> So some friends went a few years ago and um, you have to get dressed up. I believe that's a prerequisite. You have to wear, like get a medieval costume to go. Um, But they have like the turkey legs and the big long trestle tables where it's like traditional food. They just slop Um, it down. It's it's like, um, what do you call it? The role-playing almost. So you roll, yeah, you're role-playing the dinner and everything like that. I think the whole event is on that sort of level. Like um, talking about old Sydney town, remember? Mm. where they reenact things so there's 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 like the jewel um not the jewel. what's the one with the horses where they get in the horses with the stick? jousting the jousting um so they do all that but when we looked because i was actually going to message you guys and say hey let's get tickets but it was too late because the dinner was already sold out and it has a big disclaimer um on the website that the dinner sells out almost Uh immediately because it's so popular but then you so the tickets to go to the festival I think are maybe 10 20 bucks maybe 30 bucks for a day thing and you can still see lots of events but a lot of the events you have to buy separate tickets too because they only have certain amount of people that they can put into them um so there was a couple of the jousting tickets left but the dinner was gone I was like if you're going you want to do the dinner I think oh yeah totally I would love to do that too Um, so let's do it next year yeah. Um, we'll but I'd have definitely to be do it. We'll we'll go on the mailing list so we get the pre-emails yeah. leading up to it so we can get the tickets early. Um, but I thought, how amazing would that be? What a cool experience. That'd be super fun. And I remember when they went, they had all these photos in their costumes and you know, holding up turkey legs and shit like that. And because the turkey legs are massive, Steins you know. Of beer and shit. I'm sure yeah. I could be wrong. Is there like a medieval themed restaurant on the Gold Coast? Maybe, maybe. I keep thinking I'm remembering seeing a castle driving as I was driving past somewhere. I have to That's... Google that shit. But, yeah, that'd be heaps of fun. I'd be into that so much. Yeah, yeah, so we'll do it next but year. But drinking fucking sure. flagons of beer and shit. I know, I know. And can you imagine how rowdy people would get to? Totally. Like, in the spirit of it all. T- and like, oh, my God, Tyler would be in absolute heaven. Oh, he would love it. The turkey legs alone, he just yeah. like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> um, and throughout the dinner, I believe, like, there's reenactment stuff and there's yeah, people yeah, yeah. who are there. Which would be heaps like, of fun performers walking around and you know engaging with you in that way in the medieval times and stuff like that so that's um, what we actually need to do a lot more of um is more themed dining yes i know we haven't really had a really good theme dress up in a little while now have we i think the last one we had even if you don't have to dress up like you know like dracula's or one of Mm. those dining experiences where it's dinner and a show somewhere that'd be fun 
Well, but more on that later I because dress I, up. I have something that I forgot to tell you that I'm going to talk about tonight um, that's not in the intro. So more on themed stuff later. Okay. So shall we get started with our stories? Plus, plus, plus. You're up first, my love. I am. <sighs> okay. So my first story is about the Michigan teen girl who's gone miss, who was missing for over a year Ooh. and then found alive in a wardrobe. It was from earlier this year, but it's still relevant and piqued my interest in the last four weeks. I haven't heard of it, so please enlighten me. Peak yours. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a fourteen-year-old girl, will. a fourteen-year-old girl who was reported missing in two thousand and twenty-one, has been found pregnant in the closet of a Michigan home. You said collet. <laughs> in the closet. Of a Michigan home. Oh, it sounds like the chick from up north, the Rockhampton yes, chick in the, I know, in the I thought cupboard. of that too, but I don't think this one was in the cupboard willingly. A US Marshal's fugitive team found the team who was in a teen who was in a distraught state at about 5 30 p.m. on Tuesday. Damn it. I should have taken that to Tuesday. <laughs> a US Marshal's fugitive team found the teen who was in a distraught state at about 5 p. 30. Again, again, again. A U.S. Marshals fugitive team found the teen who was in a distraught state at about 5.30 p.m. one night in Port Horan, Michigan. Deputy <laughs> Deputy Marshal Robertson, Robert Watson said, Jesus Christ, Mama cannot read. So I quote, she was pretty upset. She was crying and she was pretty scared, he added. She sure wasn't, she wasn't sure what was going to happen. Oh, my God. You have to keep all this in because it's hilarious. (laughs) He added, she wasn't sure what was going to be happening to her. The authorities were able to trace the girl after being tipped off to search the home. She was later taken to hospital for a wellness exam where she was found to be pregnant. Child Protective Protective Services told Mr. Watson on Thursday that her father was very relieved that the teen had been found he had been dealing with this nightmare for a year and a half and he's in a much better place now mr watson said officials told the detroit free press that they are pursuing parental kidnapping charges against the girl's mother who had custody of the teenager that's all i've got i don't know what the fuck is going on it sounds like the mother's got some deranged boyfriends or friends i don't know it Obviously, she was taken before she was pregnant. <laughs> Thanks for that, dude, bitch. <laughs> Reporter Hipkins. Reporting to you live. Coming to you. <laughs> Coming to you live. To the West banks End of the rivers plus. of West End. Back to you at the studio, Sky. <laughs> Thanks for that report. Incredibly interesting. <laughs> and informative. <laughs> Very much so. So the chick has been kidnapped, though, and then she's gotten impregnated and then they fucked her in the closet. Allegedly. You don't know anything more than that. You don't know anything. Look, (laughs) I'm allowed to come to my own conclusions. (laughs) What do you think about it? Hard to say. (laughs) You haven't given me a lot to go on there. (laughs) What about the police's comment? She was pretty upset. She was crying and she was pretty scared. (laughs) It makes for a great news story. She wasn't sure what was going to be happening to her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Okay. So talking about things that we should do more, I got this random text from my sister last night at about probably 10 p.m. saying, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Went to my first pub choir ever. Oh, she did. Was amazing. Best thing ever. Um, Have you been? You and Nat should absolutely go. Didn't get to respond to her till. You didn't even mention me. Today. Um, But when I messaged her, I said, so what the fuck? What was the theme? Yada, yada. Obviously, we both know what pub choirs are. You've not been to one though, have you? No. No, nor have I. But do you know um, last Christmas, I think she did um, Paul Kelly, How to Make the Gravy? She did. Who did? Who's she? 
the one who leads the pub choir. Oh, so it's just one chick. That's, there'd be multiple ones, wouldn't there? I think it's her her gig, yeah. Oh. And she gets everyone and she separates you into crowds. Like and... the Australian version of it because it, it's overseas as well. Like it's all over. Ah, well, the Australian seen, version. I've seen UK ones. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen a few Irish ones. Um, but anyway, so guess what song they sung? Wow. Uh, Toto's Africa. I'd bless the rain down and out. And because I said to her, I said, so what was the thing? Because generally there's a theme. She goes, well, no, there's one. And I was like, you're right, because there's just, there's just one song. So yeah. they practice it a few times and then they do the final rendition. I don't really actually have any more details, like where it was, why she went there, whatever. They do it All a lot of the time the at the, um, the Trifford. Yes, yes, they do do it at the Trifford. I have seen it there. Um, but talking about things that we need to do more and, you know, we used to do shit like this all the time. We used to always be out there and go know, and do experiences problem, and things. The problem is with pub choir, it's midweek. Yeah, right. So they never do weekend sessions. Well, maybe only on special occasion. And I guess our Fridays are usually ruled out, aren't they? Generally. <laughs> we do have a couple um, of free ones coming up. But listeners, hit us up with your experience. Have you been... What song did you sing? Where did you go? Who ran it? Was it amazing? What, a, what other experiences it? can we do? But yeah, I've, so I've seen a few of them, especially when it really picked up. I remember watching them on Facebook and stuff. Um, and I know that she gets the crowd and then you get put into baritone and high voices and rah, rah, rah. And so you stand there with your drink and you do, you learn your bit and you only do obviously your bit. You know, you're not singing the whole song. It could be like, oh. Could you imagine how shit-faced we would be, though, too? <laughs> totally. Actually, you take it a bit more seriously. Be like, no, I'm not drinking anymore because I want my falsetto <laughs> to come across perfectly, <laughs> okay? <laughs> New York, New York, New York. <laughs> unique New York, unique New York. <laughs> That's a unique New York, New York, New York. I can't even say more than one. Unique New York, New York, New York. Can't unique do it. New York, unique New York. Can't um, do it. We should get them to do the stupid bitch song as one of them. <laughs> yeah. Imagine how amazing that would sound with a crowd singing it. That's what I had to tell you too before when I was talking about how Link's girlfriend has been listening to the podcast. She was raving about the song, the intro song, about how much she loves it. And I was like, you know that that's Vino singing it. And she's like, oh, yeah, I thought that. She's like, it's so <laughs> funny. Do you remember at the end of last week's episode when we were playing? I played you the recordings I was trying to do to get the end of you, stupid bitch. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That one there. I'm like, that's the beginning. That's the first one. Then you kept playing. I was like, no, that's it. No, that's it. Do that one. That's the, that's the perfect one. I mean, this is the perfect one. That one. No, remember, the one before. Do you remember my face in it too? Like, yeah. <laughs> You were uh, concentrating really hard. I was feeling the craft. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Fell out of my head until now. You're welcome. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's my first thing. Your, your turn, Liz. Okay. So Japan invents popsicles that don't melt, please. I'm going to go through it all, but then I want your opinion. Is it jelly? No. So a team of Japanese scientists have developed a soft Gelatine. serve, a soft serve <laughs> ice cream that won't melt, that won't melt your face. <laughs> your notes are excellent tonight. Is it marshmallow? It actually says a soft serve ice cream that won't melt. You are your face. <laughs> that melt, won't melt on your face. Dear Down listeners, we're really not that drunk. Well, I'm not. I'm only on my first I'm glass of wine and two beers. So I'm just happy. No, I think you're a little bit drunker than me, by, by the way. I'll start that one again, but I'll Going keep that shit in. from red to white, red to white, red to white. Unique New York, New York, Unique New York, New York, New York, New York. York. Me, 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 me. Me, me, me. <laughs> it's all about me, 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 me. So. No, a deer, a female deer. Ray. A drop of golden sun. Okay. Me, a name. Uh, me, 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 me. A team of Japanese oh, scientists. A long, long place to run. A long, long way to run. It's not a place to run. That's a pub. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, no. Uh, 
I know. <laughs> now for story three out of eight. Let's see how number eight is. A team of Japanese scientists have developed a soft serve ice cream that won't melt down your face. Marshmallow slash gelatin. <laughs> Even after being in the heat, dot, 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 for hours. Slash gelatin. <laughs> You're going to be surprised. And it's not because it contains diglycerides, carrageenan, or polysorbate 80 either. That's the stuff that's in gelatin and marshmallows. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's just regular old normal ice cream with one small modification. P. You, Ryan. <laughs> How did this come about, I hear you ask? Well, let me divulge. After the 2011 earthquake and tsunami that hit Japan, causing the, melt it. the meltdown of the Fukushima Dani nuclear power plant reactors, it wasn't nuclear power that made the ice cream not melt. You sure? A Japanese chef was tasked with figuring out what to do with strawberry polyphenol, mm -hmm. yeah. which is a chemical extracted. I worry about that a lot. It's a chemical extracted from strawberries, which is good for antioxidant activity, and they use it in dyes and flavorings, etc. So nobody, and I can't understand why, was buying the bunch of deformed strawberries grown in an area affected by the earthquake. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> because they weren't shaped quite right. <laughs> Japan's Biotherapy Development Research Centre wondered if, instead of wasting all the fruit, something could be done with the polyphenol. Mm. They asked the pastry chef... The pastry chef of Japan's biotherapy development research century center. Can you get pastry chef up here? We have a question for him. Aye, aye. Can you create a dessert with this? The experiment went okay, but the problem was every time he added the chemical to cream, it hardened right up. Uh-oh. Or not uh-oh. They've <laughs> made a breakthrough. Ha-ha. <laughs> Polyphenol liquid has properties to make it difficult for water and oil to separate so that a popsicle containing it will be able to retain the original shape of the cream wow. for a longer time than usual and be hard to melt. Mm. With this technology, the team developed Kanazawa ice popsicles. They hold their shape through all sorts of treatment. Traditional popsicles cannot withstand from hot sun to hair dryers. Now, Kanazawa ice cream brings us soft serve ice cream, which can be reportedly, which can reportedly, which can reportedly be caught on fire without melting and can keep what? its shape at temperatures at 40 degrees Celsius slash 104 degrees Fahrenheit for those listening in the States. You may also be putting chemicals into your body. Well, polyphenol. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Look. I don't like the science behind it. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right out. It's really hard to follow yeah. all the different panels. Um, panels. But I'm intrigued. When can we get this product in Australia so I can try it? Because it's like, you know, when you go past somewhere so, and they're like, best yeah. burger in Australia, best pie in the whole entire region. And you're like, I'll be the judge of that. Don't fucking tell me that something's the best. I want to taste it first. This and is I'll my tell decision. The best. Exactly. So you know, and it's like when you know the when you go to fairs and festivals and Eka now, and they got the ice cream balls, like those type of things, and they're like they're called dots or some shit. Oh, the weird. I hate those. Link loves them. So there's that type of shit. So what I'm curious about is if it can't melt under a hairdryer, or when it's set on fire, <laughs> does it melt in your mouth? Like, mm. can you get the creamy it sensation? Get stuck in your body I'm like gum, not. and you don't know if it's ever going to come out. Is it a bit just like chewing and biting into, and then chewing like a steak, but it's ice cream? Do you get constipated from it? Does it fall out? <laughs> and the sensation of eating ice cream for me is being able to suck all the fucking. I like the little melty bits, like in yeah, a bowl totally. when it gets to the end, and you like an mix ice cream it all soup, in. Thank you, exactly. <laughs> so, like yourself, I'd give it a shot, a bite of it, but I don't know if I'd—I don't know how I'd feel about it. 
but I'd seen pictures of them and they have them in like the shape of trees and in shape of characters and shit like that. So sure. yeah. Interesting. Mm, incredibly interesting. Mm, it certainly piqued my interest. Anyway. Mm, indeed, indeed. My turn? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to talk about now Musk versus Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah. I, when I heard about this in the news at first, I was like, I thought it was something about the submarine. I really thought they both had some ideas about the submarine or some shit. And then I saw what it was and I was like, okay, I know who I'm rooting for. Take it away. Actually, I just realized I didn't put one crucial thing that made me actually want to put this in. Um, uh, okay. Sorry. Um, right. Okay. So the reason I actually started looking at this because, and I didn't actually put this in my notes and I don't know what happened and I can't search it because it's not coming up with enough of an explanation, but it's because um, one of the mothers put a stop to it. Did you hear this? And they said, no, it's not happening. Apparently there was motherly intervention and now the fight's not happening. One but of I didn't Musk's actually... or Zuckerberg's mothers. Yeah, and I don't know what Shut actually happened. Up. So this is, so so it's been going on, what, the last week or two, one right? One of the billionaire's mothers said, nah. Yeah, so it's been going on for the last couple of weeks um, and I've seen a few memes about it and a few bits and pieces coming up and I honestly thought it was just a bunch of joke memes. Like you, I thought it has something to do with the submarines, it has some, something to do with, you know, some sort of like competition technology. that they're having, a technology competition or whatever. Um, but as I started to research it, it's proper legit um, by the way, there's a whole wiki page that's completely dedicated to it that has pages of information on it as well, Jesus. and it's only just happened. Um, I didn't read through it all because, I, you know, eh. Um, <laughs> but apparently the two have been in a feud since 2014. Um, what happened in 2014? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but I know the more recent feud, and I'll get to that, but they've, okay. they've really, I guess it's just, you know, their colleagues in the similar market technology giants um and you know i guess they don't like each other and they're always vying for the same thing yada 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 bill gates is just sitting on the side going excellent (laughs) (laughs) um so zuckerberg has actually completed some jiu-jitsu and martial arts training lols Um, you can totally see him doing that too there was some beef between them in 2022 over the acquisition of twitter zuckerberg wanted it musk got it and after some verbal sparring musk challenged zuckerberg to a cage match publicly of course he did i was literally crying laughing as i typed this up um due to the absolute (laughs) ridiculousness of it all yeah zuckerberg agreed to said cage match According to Dana White, the UFC president, both men are dead serious about the fight um, and both men have received um, offers from experienced fighters to train them. Lol. (coughs) Punters slightly favour Zuckerberg to win based on his perceived agility and endurance. Again, I'm crying. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Musk has been quoted saying he will use his weight as an advantage over Zuckerberg, claiming to perform the walrus in which he will just lie on top of Zuckerberg. Uh, FYI, that's Musk... probably how he wins most of his battles, <laughs> just smothers people. <laughs> FYI, Musk is 51, ill, and Zuckerberg is 39. Uh, what do you mean, ooh, because he's 51? Just because, like, it's just so... He's carrying on like that. The whole thing's ridiculous, I think. Um, and I honestly thought it was a joke until I started researching. I was like, this actually is really, like, they're really talking about this. This could actually happen. Um, I, I think it's a little desperate from both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that's what you're going to do when you're a bored billionaire. Um, yeah. But you have nothing to do and but have a stab at UFC fighting or boxing. Uh, FYI, the the Wikipedia page is extensive. And whilst I could have elaborated a lot further, read the details of the feud, it was me who ended up the most bored. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? There you go. (laughs) It's so funny. Like when you said that one of the mothers intervened, it sounds like a high school fight. Like I mean, early high school, like year eight. 
It's hundred percent like that. Where you go to fight, but like I couldn't go. One person doesn't turn up to the fight on the weekend and get shit. Mum found out about it and she wouldn't let me turn up. I totally would have been there and kicked it out. Hang on. I just got my. I did that before. Phone. Dropped my mic on myself. <laughs> so we're not even that drunk. We're nowhere near as drunk as last week. <laughs> I know. It's like um, we you'd have the fight on the Saturday. One kid wouldn't turn up, and then you'd see him at school, and he'd be like, uh, "Mum found out about it. And she wouldn't let me go. I totally would have kicked his ass. I totally would have kicked his ass, And it's all just fucking bullshit talk. But isn't it funny how? great minds and they both have great minds and great marketing abilities or whatever um or were they just lucky do they have one lucky idea <laughs> that worked out it, well for them <laughs> yeah but you know they've they've ex- they're successful in some right but it's in the end they're still not happy with what they've done they still have to then resort to violence as their way to prove that they're better than the other nerd down the street I tell you what, if either of them wanted to be friends with me, I'd be like, I'm good, mate. So who, who would you prefer yeah. to win? <laughs> yeah, totally. Neither of them. I think it's such a joke. Um, I, I would 100% watch it if it happened. And I really, 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 really hope it does because yeah. I think it would be amazing. But it's like when that other influencer guy, the, oh, I can't stand Logan him, the blonde Paul. one. Yeah, challenged um, Conor McGregor. And it was like, Dude, get back in your in your spot. Like, come on. This is like Yeah, this is a world champion. Yeah, yeah. like Why don't come you on. Get yourself, yeah. Even don't... even if like like obviously he's gonna kill him if he did fight him, but like even for that, it's just like just go back to what you know best. Go back to talking to young children and teenagers on YouTube and making yeah. your millions of dollars from that. Exactly. Like, let let the adults, you know, fucking you can do fight Conor McGregor when you get to that level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just laughable. And I couldn't believe it was real. I was literally like, is this is a joke. I would want Zuckerberg to win 100%. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I don't like Elon either Musk. of them. I think hate they're ugh, I think they're both gross. Um so yeah, it would be incredibly interesting and I really do hope that it happens. Um I think it's all talk. Yeah. <laughs> A way to give themselves some more fucking media. Because, you know, it's not like Zuckerberg's this kind of guy who's out there all the time. I don't, I couldn't imagine him being in an arena where he's got these, like, he's like a complete introvert, right? He's like, mm. I'm this little nerd oh, that's well, made he- billions of dollars from Facebook. He's not going to get out there and punch some dude in a ring with the whole entire world watching, not to mention the stadium that's people are like, no spectators, but I'll charge you a million dollars a ticket to stream it. But you see, the thing I think with Zuckerberg is like he is such a sort of recluse nerd that he'd be the type that would put the whole discipline of around the fight, the Aikido or whatever it was he was doing. And he would have all of that down. Like he'd focus on that where Musk is all about the showmanship. Oh, he'd absolutely make it a full joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just think, ugh, what world are we living in that these are the people that get so much like screen time and, you know, Money. in the media over the fact they're going to fight. Like, don't get me wrong. I totally want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but also like, is this how we end up having an apocalypse? Because this is the, this is the society that we're reduced <laughs> to. Facebook decimated. It's time Twitter. now. Come on. Let's have like, you know, the big freeze or something. To weed out. <laughs> let's go back to fucking flowering in our own backyard. All the Kardashians and shit. Let's just like, you know, even it out. Let's just start from the the basics. Let's go back oh, to grassroots. No, let's get it back to the point where let's get it up to the point where machines do everything and we all just live a fucking exuberant lifestyle. <laughs> there is no money. We just get what we want. <laughs> when we want. We all fly business class. <laughs> anyway. Technology. It was a very amusing 20 minutes that I had researching that, but then I got bored. <laughs> and I was like, I'm out. Scuzzy out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into Over some um, Shannon Doherty cancer, shall we? Ooh, <laughs> so sad because I follow her on Instagram and I saw her going through her tests. Oh, did you? On Instagram. So she went in the whole, you know, what's the thing? MRI? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's she's publicly talked about a little bit of it, but she doesn't dwell. She's not like, you know, oh, my God, this is. Yeah, she's she's just sort of making it 
aware, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But she's also going through the whole issue, which is what part of the writer's strike is at the moment, where because she was super popular in a heyday and now she's not. Yeah, it's it's really sad. Yeah. So Beverly Hills 90210 star Shannon Doherty has revealed through her personal Instagram account that her breast cancer has spread to her brain. She shared a video of her in the hospital with a short caption, January 9, 2023. The actress then posted another video five months later in which she announced the spread of her cancer and provided a description of the earlier video. On January 5th, my CT scan showed METs in my brain. Yesterday's video was showing the process of getting fitted for the mask, which you wear during radiation to your brain. Doherty continued in a caption, January 12th, the first round of radiation took place. My fear is obvious. I'm extremely claustrophobic and there was a lot going in my lo- going on in my life. I'm fortunate as I have great doctors and the amazing, amazing techs at Cedars and I, but that fear, the turmoil, the timing of it all, that is what cancer can look like. It's one of the best hospitals too, isn't it, really, in America? You'd imagine, yeah. So Doherty was, Doherty was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. Then in 2017, she went into remission. However, she learned in the winter of 2019 the cancer had returned, spread, and became metatastic, stage four cancer. Fucking cancer, man. In, 2000, in a 2021 interview with Variety, the SAG-AFTRA member revealed, in addition to facing treatments, She was also worried about the loss of her health insurance. It is something that I worry about, of course, like, oh, my God, I've got to make sure I earn a certain amount of money every single year to get insurance. Whereas if you just looked at my 40 years of paying dues and the pension and all of that, the procedures, the producers pay in on behalf of me, you would think that would cover my insurance for the rest of my life. And it should. Mm. Yeah, it's fucked up, isn't it? Like, no offense America, your health insurance is just... It's not a great system, guys. You've got to no. fix it, seriously. Um, it's just kicking people when they're down, like totally. when they're in their worst possible place, being sick is the worst, and then they're just, they can't afford anything or do anything about it because they don't have enough money. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Crazy. awful. Um, but it's terminal, isn't it? I, I think when it gets to your brain, you have a very, very low chance. Yeah, of... and stage four is pretty far progressed. Stage four isn't a good stage, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really sad. I've been following her for a while. Um, and yeah, I yeah, I, I feel really awful for her. I didn't and even know she had cancer. I only found out about it when I saw this breast cancer one in the last four weeks. Oh, you did not know. I've been following yeah. her since before then. Um, yeah, so because her and Sarah Michelle Geller are like besties. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they're really close. Um, and so they both sort of promote a lot about you know, the, um, the lack of insurance and stuff like that. But I guess some, like anyone, some people made really strong choices in terms of investment and stuff like that with money that they made when they were younger, but lots of people who were younger, like, Oh, the money's going to last forever. I don't have to worry about the future. Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's a pretty awful situation to be in. Not terrible. Yeah. It's really sad. To not even have a public health system that you can just... I know. So shall we move on? Let's. So really all I've got for this bit is Kylie Minogue, Padam. Padam. People are obsessed. Thoughts, please. But before we start talking about it, I'll just say I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet about this. Um, and I was like, really? She's getting so old. Like, you know, she's back in Australia. When was the last time she had a hit? Everyone's like completely losing their mind over it. Then I listened to the song specifically from beginning to end because I'd only heard snippets on my way home from work tonight just to actually be able to talk about it. But, um, but, um... Of course you love it. I bet I, Vinny loves it too. You know, I don't even think I've actually heard it from start to finish. I've just seen it on all the um, Insta clips. I love the fact that she's a 50-year-old woman. She's got a massive hit like this. I don't think we should be ageist when it comes to <laughs> pop music, Sky. <laughs> it's not that. It's just like, eh, you know, eh, I don't know. Kylie Minogue's had her day, I think, um, and... Yeah, look, I think it was very electronically focused. 
um, which she actually is quite a talented artist. And I feel like she was dialing it in a little bit and, you know, even the writers are dialing it in, but the fact of her name is going to make it super popular. And I think all, you know, the old gays are going to be like, Carly's going to hit us. (laughs) Let's have a Carly party. (laughs) All the young gays are loving it though. Like it's fucking every meme at the moment going around is someone dancing from a meme that we've seen 12 years ago. And that's them just doing it to Padam now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's cool. I, I, as I said, I don't really know the song too much. I just know some of the, some of the chorus of it, but yeah, no, I think it's. To I be fair, it's... it could be a grower. And I certainly think that Australia radio stations, Australian radio stations are going to flog the shit out of it. hundred percent. Every time you turn on pay TV, I mean, um, free to air TV, it's going to be. Um, on the the promos it's going to be on the hungry jacks ads it's going to be every single thing yeah it'll be everything we're going to australia is going to milk the shit out of it like nobody's business she has brought out a couple of songs in a few years ago two years ago or so um she brought out a christmas album i remember that i listened to one christmas album but didn't love it there was also another sort of song that was kind of country and it didn't really take off that well. Like it wasn't just, it's not just her name that sort of boosted this song. People are genuinely loving the song. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just save my verdict. And so um, you... But I used to be a massive Kylie fan. Remember, um, uh, Can't Get You Out of My Head? What, no, yeah. what was it? Hang on. What's the one? The one. Slow. With, when she's in the white dress. On I the, just can't, can't get, get you out, out of my head. head. Yeah. That whole album was epic. Amazing. Like I that was, was living at least in a 15 years ago. Though. Yeah, I was living in the share house um, before, oh, just when I met Link's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember playing it like excessively for weeks and weeks and weeks. And we had a news party and I just kept putting it on. Everyone was partying so hard. Um, but they didn't really care. <laughs> but I just played the whole album on repeat over, the entire night. But this is um, a really good song. We've heard yeah. it so many times. I know, right? <laughs> Let's get into it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I used to be a massive, massive fan. I guess I just haven't heard anything that's been a banger from her in a really long time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think um I think it's cool. It's funny like as we were talking about memes i've seen i mean part of this um a grinder meme group on facebook where it just shows people oh, they'd be going messages. off over it <laughs> someone will message someone and say padam question mark and they're like english please <laughs> but yeah there's meant to be talks about it becoming um they're fighting for it to be entered into the eurovision no the dictionary What's it, is it oh Oxford yeah, I, I didn't research it that heavily. I was Marian more like, Webster. let's discuss. But still, no one really knows what Padam actually means. <laughs> I think it's come into my room and have sex with me. Something along those lines. Let's because talk she talks bitch. about taking off all my clothes. I really want to take, take off all my clothes. Padam, padam. Yeah, maybe, yeah, it's like a mating call, like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's uh, it's supposed to be like a clubby song, I think. Oh, definitely. But it's like, oh, Kylie, like, you know, clubbing's not really the thing anymore. It was 15 years ago. Oh, darling, hard. I think it's still a thing, just not for us. <laughs> <laughs> I think they still go clubbing. <laughs> just not us. <laughs> All right, now, I think you're going to like this next one. Excuse me, we got bottomless brunches like religiously and then we talk about going clubbing but pass out with the kebab in our hand (laughs) because we prefer day drinking yeah we're sophisticated and shit we are okay so i think you're gonna like this one okay don't know if you've heard it a belgian going on the vein of our last what's the haps of faking death a belgian tiktoker faked his own death have you heard of it it's the thing. It really is the thing. I'm going to fake my own death. <laughs> well, you'll you'll love this. This is <laughs> an, 
Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise <laughs> we always surprise. talk about that, about how after you guys have, you know, presented the whole theatre um, production that is my life and then I just jump yeah. out and go, ha, ha, ha tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you like the show. I just wanted to see how much you cried. <laughs> well, it's funny you, you say You didn't cry this. enough, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is another good article from Pedestrian TV that I found. A Belgian TikToker faked his own death so he could drag everyone at his funeral for not appreciating him while they thought he was alive. (laughs) Sound familiar? He totally got his inspiration, I think, from the Coming to America sequel (laughs) and our podcast. (laughs) Daddy is gone. Daddy with two N's, two O's. David Burton hatched the ridiculous plan with his wife and kids who helped him pull it off so he could have the ultimate gotcha moment with his family. How fucking narcissistic, right? It's super narcissistic, but I love it. (laughs) I I mean, I understand how you'd like to see the musical performance at your own funeral, Sky. Of course, because it better be A class is all I'd say. But imagine really thinking that this is a good idea. So the 45-year-old had his daughter... So he's 45, so his daughter could be 20, I'd say sort of at a max, 25. He had his daughter post a Facebook status that read, rest in peace, daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. It gets worse. She goes on to say, why is life so unfair? Why you? You were going to be a grandfather and you still had your whole life ahead of you. I love you. We love you. We will never forget you. Can you fucking imagine that? Can you imagine the karma that's coming into it? Like, anyway. The family then staged an actual funeral where mourners gathered to send Bairton, to send off Bairton. One of his TikTok mates was actually at the funeral and captured the moment that this guy arrived via helicopter, complete with a film crew. While he had an emotional reunion with his loved ones at the fake funeral after his fake death, the TikTok video commenters didn't share the happiness. So I've seen some of the videos and there's like some of his family like, oh my God, you're alive. This is so great and hugging So they faked all that too, did they? No, no, no. So they knew the whole time? No, no, no. Like he turned up in the helicopter with the film crew. They thought he was dead and they've seen he's alive. actual family, so including his daughter, thought he was dead. Oh, no, no, no. So his wife and his kids faked it with him and that's why they did the posts. But then they're at the funeral and one of his friends is there and um, was filming it and then he came in on a helicopter with the film crew, landed, and people are like, oh, my God, you're actually here. And there's people going up to him going, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're alive. You know, I was so devastated. I'd be like. What the actual fuck do you think you're playing at? You fucking wanker. So anyway. Some at least people... if I did that to you, I'd be able to say, I told you I'd do it. <laughs> talking about this like... For years. Or like if I actually die, you'll be like, is she really dead? <laughs> Come on. I don't know about this. Come Tyler, on. can I see the corpse? I would like to actually, you know, be the person who sides her <laughs> in the morgue. Exactly. I want to declare this body. <laughs> Cut her open. Make sure it's not full of sawdust. Poke me a little bit. Okay, she's dead. (laughs) Try and pour wine down my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Not smelling salts. I need Savvy Beast. Shots, shots, shots. Who wants shots? I need a vial of Savion Blank. Run it under her nose. She's dead. Oh, my God, she's dead. (laughs) So some of the comments were happening saying, uh, people were saying how cruel the prank was and others just sharing their complete shock at the audacity, the nerve for not only having, for not only him to come up with and go through with this idea, but for the family agreeing to be involved in it as well. Others agreed that he taught a lesson to those who didn't show up to it. Uh, <laughs> the fuck? I'm shocked a Kardashian yeah. hasn't done that yet. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, you know, like the ones who didn't show up to it, Knew how much of a fucking wankery he was. <laughs> so he's pulled a stunt like this a lot. I'm not going to his funeral. He defended the prank. He owes me made... money. <laughs> <laughs> the guy defended the prank and maintained that it was worth it to cull the family members that don't really care for him. Like, they aren't going to care much now for you. <laughs> you stupid bitch. And, I, and I'd say some of the ones who didn't turn up are also going to care a little, a little bit less about him now. 
<laughs> Unless you make it rich and splash in the cash, then you'd be like, "Oh my god, you're so funny!" I'm so glad it's you're a alive. way to determine who you're going to get call from your your um fucking will. But I would think that more people would flood to the funeral if you were wealthy because they would hope that they would get money. Do what do I me? get? What do I get? Yeah, I'm so sad. I'm so <laughs> It must it, it must be a testament to how much he was hated. When they were turning up. And he's, if, he's a TikToker, so he must have some sort of influence person. Mm. If, he can, if he can pay for a helicopter. And a film crew, yeah. <laughs> so this is what he said. What I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. We all grew apart. I feel unappreciated. He said it was this frustration that led him to, quote, give them a life lesson and, quote, show them that they shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. He also said that only half his family came to the funeral, but others have since reached out. That proves who really cares about me, he insisted. Those who didn't come did contact to meet up. So in a way, I did win. I don't think he's actually copped on. I think he still thinks it was a really good idea. And also, really, that's the event people are going to go to if they care about you even a little bit. They're going to go to your funeral, right? And pay respects, yeah. <laughs> the ones who didn't turn up, they know how much of a wanker you actually are. <laughs> and you've just proved it. Hashtag backfired. <laughs> Hashtag wanker. <laughs> oh, my God, that was funny. All right, All right what's next. my next one? Okay, let me just have a little squeezy at my list. Um, okay, so I've only got one left. Me too. Um, and it is a little tidbit for you. Did you know Australia is the world's fifth largest wine exporter? Plus? I did not know that, statistically speaking. I'm but... sure our loyal listeners will be happy to hear that considering our podcast at times loosely based around drinking, oh, sorry, is at times loosely based around <laughs> drinking Australian wine. Um, Australia produces about 4% of the world's wine and it's home to 6,000 grape growers and 2,000 wineries. Mm. Over 1,000 exporters send more than 18,000 different wines to more than 100 destinations worldwide. Wow. It's like our podcast. I know. <laughs> Wine exports by country. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. France, US, 13.1 billion. Oh, wow, Jesus. 32.2% of total wine exports. Italy, 8.4 billion. Spain, 3.5 billion. Chile is 2 billion. And Australia is 1.7. Uh, come on, Australia. Get up there. You can beat Chile. You can beat Spain. Maybe not Italy and France. No. Um, United States is behind us at 1.5. Then uh, New Zealand. Oh, wow. Then Germany. Then, oh, I don't know if I know really many German wines. No. I think, though, I have seen an animation. We don't live in Germany, though, so I'm sure Germany has a very, you know. I'm sure they have wines, but, you know, like I hear about French I drink wines, beer. Italian wines, New Zealand <laughs> wines, South African wines, Portuguese wines. South Africa didn't make the, ta- South Africa didn't make the top eight. So I've so seen a. Um, Chile did. An animation on Facebook or something that's based on this. And it shows you over the years and it has like the like the graph going up and coming down of all the different countries as who's the biggest wine export. And you see it like it sort of goes through it and then you see Australia. Just going up. Yeah, we just steadily climb. And also there's been a whole bunch of like there's billions of dollars of Australia invest in agriculture. Obviously, we export a lot of other stuff at a yeah. lot bigger ranges. But due to that investment um you know wine's getting up there and i'm like go australia number yeah, totally. five and you're only like a little bit behind chile yeah let's get there man let's just get there more chile <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was impressive it but is impressive, i have but to mention sorry i should have doesn't said matter this in the what, what what it is like if australia's in the ranks of the top five you always like, yeah go on get there I don't follow football, but I'm, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> Definitely for the wine exports. <laughs> but the so wine totes. this little tidbit came from my husband who said to me the other night, 
hey babe did you know that australia is like the fifth largest wine exporter and i was like <laughs> no put it in my notes <laughs> i'm gonna cover that in the podcast <laughs> I believe he may have said something along the lines of, you should put you that should in the podcast. That. <laughs> and reference me at the end. <laughs> Over to you, stripper bitch. All right. So my final story of the night is the woman who woke up alive at her own funeral. Oh, this is weird. Jeez, you've got some really weird dark stuff tonight. you like got the chick in the cupboard. You've got the dude who faked his own death. Now Cancer. it's the chick who... Yeah. Yeah, you've gone dark. You do what tend was... to go dark. Hang on, I did have about the popsicles that didn't melt, please. <laughs> still dark. It is a bit still creepy, isn't it? It's going to make us constipated. <laughs> I tried to shit, but I couldn't shit. <laughs> Where the fuck is that popsicle? <laughs> I didn't eat no tree. Stuck to all the bubble gum that I swallowed as a child. <laughs> My lower intestine plus. <laughs> it's building up. So mourners got the shock of their lives when farewelling a woman who suddenly began banging on the inside of her coffin during the wake. Again, me. <laughs> it was just a joke. I, I forgive you all now. Don't bury me. I've, <laughs> I've calmed down now. You can let me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just a little bit cranky. <laughs> but can you just fucking imagine it? Like, imagine if they cremated her and that's when you wake up. Like, you, you think you're going to hell or something. You're like, what the hell's going on here? This is why I'll never be cremated. I totally want to be buried because I want my bones to live forever. But do you want one of those little bell things they used to have back in the days where they'd have a bell at the thing you could No, because I alive? hope that, number one, when there's a zombie apocalypse, I'll just come back to life as a zombie, which would be so cool. Number two, even if that doesn't happen, someday they'll dig me up and go, look at this specimen of this person. She was oh, a woman actually. who died in these years. And yes, look, look at all the, the marks that she has around her lower pelvis. That's from all the alcohol that she used to drink. Because now <laughs> we look know. at the scratches on the top of the coffin. <laughs> she was trying to get skin. out. She was trying to get out. Actually, Let's that's study her. That's a good idea. Good point, actually. Maybe I don't want to be cremated either. No, I want my bones to live forever, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm down. Although I did want to get cremated and then have my ashes put into a joint and have my friends smoke it. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to go. Okay, like maybe just cremate my right arm. Yeah, sure. That'll be enough for a joint. Easily. Smoke, you'll get plenty of fucking <laughs> gas out of that. And prepare yourself for the most motherfucking high of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so... Bella Montoya, 76, regained consciousness during the vigil, which was held in the city of Babahoa in Ecuador. There's actual video of it. It's gone viral. The video shows medics tending to Miss Montoya after her loved ones realised she was still alive. She can be seen clearly breathing as she's removed from the casket and placed onto a stretcher. They wanted all their money. Like, <laughs> Bitches don't trust us. But they're like, um, wake up, wake up. Oh, she's dead, guys. She's dead. Tried to she's wake out. her. Tried to wake her. Mom, wake up. Her left hand was hitting the side of the coffin and it was shaking, banging on the inside of the casket, desperate to get out as her relatives mourned her. Can you not just deal with that? <laughs> Imagine being there and seeing it. Like the questions you would have, you'd have that. Did they do this to her? Is she a zombie? What's going on? Zombie apocalypse has started. <laughs> uh, you're at a funeral, coffin in Don't front of you. Don't let her bite you. <laughs> Strap her back in. Strap her back in. Kill it, shoot her in the head. It's the only way. <laughs> the wake, however, was held just four hours after she was declared dead, with a medical examiner even providing a death certificate. Cause of death? Cardio respiratory. Yeah, one job, arrest. man. Yeah. One job. <laughs> he just looked at her and he was like, oh, that bitch dead. <laughs> I've seen some dead chicks in my time, but that bitch, she dead. <laughs> Take your temperature at least. <laughs> yeah. No, I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> she dead. <laughs> This episode is messed up. <laughs> so apparently the cardiorespiratory arrest caused her to suffer <laughs> catalepsy. 
I can't hear you. You've muted your microphone from laughing too loud. It's not picking up any sound. <laughs> you know how it automatically quiets. Now oh you can God, speak is now. It still muted? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you go really loud, the microphone automatically drops. <laughs> I'm crying from laughing so much. <laughs> so she actually, the cardiorespiratory arrest caused her to suffer catalepsy, a trance-like condition marked by the rigidity of the body, decreased sensitivity to pain and slower bodily functions, such as breathing. It happened in an episode of Outlander, by the way. I thought you were going to say bones. <laughs> As a result, hospital staff allegedly believed that she'd passed away. She was tended to at the same hospital. <laughs> she was tended to at the same hospital that declared her dead. I'd be like, get me out of here. I want somewhere new. I don't care how far the journey. Take me by car. It's fine. And her son says she's in a stable condition. He's all out of the well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want this hospital, guys. I'm not, I'm not happy with this. After the ordeal, her son said, my mother is on oxygen. Her heart is stable. The doctor squeezed her hand and she reacted. They told me this is a good sign because it means she is reacting little by little. Now I only ask that my mother's health improves, he added. I want her alive and by my side. Liar. Mm, While her son described the event as a miracle from God, he said he says he is coming to grips with what has happened. Ecuador's Ministry of Health has assigned a technical team to investigate why a death certificate was erroneously, erroneously rubber stamped. However, one job, man, one job. <laughs> <laughs> However, ten days later, she passed away. Mm, that's the real reels. Same as the episode of Outlander. Apparently, from a stroke. Like maybe she was just doing what the TikTok guy, TikTok guy did, prepping everyone up and getting in a last chance to see it actually show up. There's something about a stroke and the internal shutdown that your body does can make you, um, I think, according to Outlander, um, make you fear. Reputable <laughs> fear source. That you get a time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're okay, but you're going to die shortly after. And then bang, just happens. Again, according to Outlander. <laughs> Her son was quoted saying it to the press this time. This time, my mother really did die. My life will not be the same. However, it's not the first time that a person has been determined to be alive at their own funeral. Just last year, relatives of three-year-old Mexican girl were stunned when they noticed a glass window of her coughing started fogging up at a funeral viewing. Attendees subsequently checked for a pulse and found she was still alive. Although later she passed away in the hospital. It's really sad and morbid. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. So, yeah, that's what piqued my interest this month. Pa-dum. Some crazy Pa-dum. shit. Pa-dum. Yeah, you're padam. I hear it. And do you know what padam spells backwards? Madam. Madap. Madap. What about the P? <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our retell of the stories we couldn't get enough of. Tune in next week for True Crime India. Oh, I forgot yes. about that. That's right, bitches. We are heading to the land of mystery and diversity and some fucking grisly crimes. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, please. And remember, if you are whining... You can be damn sure you're winning. Yeah. Good night, you stupid bitches. Good night. Yeah, that stupid bitch. Mm-hmm. He's a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. That stupid bitch.